Welcome to the Equipping You podcast, where our mission is to equip Alliance pastors and leaders to live spiritually healthy lives and lead healthy churches. Equipping You is a ministry of the Christian and Missionary Alliance. For more information on this podcast and other ministries of the Alliance, visit equippingyou.org. Hey, 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 welcome back to Equipping You Podcast. We're coming to you today from the suburbs of Columbus, Ohio, home of Safe Light Auto Glass. Hey, thanks for not singing that, Terry. Safe Light, prepare. Uh, Safe Light, I don't even remember what it says. <laughs> <laughs> so I stopped singing. Alan. Thank you. And I'm so grateful already at the very beginning of the podcast. Thank you. This podcast. <laughs> Helps give you a clear glimpse. Oh, I see where you're going. Get it? Through your windshield. Wow, the windshield of life. I'm Terry, Church Ministries Leader for the Alliance. I'm Alan, Director of Development in Eastern PA Alliance. And Isaac Charles, our producer, our new producer. Well, not so new anymore. Not so new, but new for this season. Okay. Well, this no, is the first season that's season. completely his. Yeah. He had he shared some of last season with Caitlin, but now he is exclusively our producer. Regardless, we're glad to have him here. Yes, absolutely. So, uh, speaking of glimpse, yes, today's guest is Adam Kluwer, Alliance Pastor at South Shore Community Church in Boston, Massachusetts. That makes me happy. Yeah, yeah, you got that New England thing running through you, Alan. Yeah, but he's old England. We get to have our he, first yeah, English right. accent guest on the podcast. Do I always think I'd preach better if I had a British accent, Alan. What do you think? I don't know, Terry. I got to say, I kind of like your, uh, you know, your country colloquialisms. And uh, I think that that fits you well. <laughs> Maybe uh, so. But I do agree that when we have an English speaking guest, it makes our podcast look smarter. It does. It so, does. Uh, Which I'm is really, amazing because it already looks so smart. Uh, exactly. So, I mean, we're. We're in new realms today. This is exciting. Anyway, Adam has <laughs> produced a series of videos called, are you ready for this? Glimpse. Surprise. Yes. You yes. didn't figure it out already. Alan, you've had a glimpse at glimpse. Wow. That's good. Let's just what take do you this like? to the max here. What do you like about it? I got to tell you, uh, I'm really excited about them. Uh, you know, I just got introduced to them through you. Uh, they are quality videos rent, meant to give people a ha, glimpse there of the good news of Jesus in a way that doesn't tell the whole story, but hopefully draws them to so that they want to look for more. What's the appetite? Yeah, what's the appetite? That's right. Very good. A taste. Uh, so anyhow, I, I, they are quality stuff. And uh, I haven't met Adam before, so I'm really looking forward to this uh, conversation. Should be a great interview. So grab yourself a can of Moxie, which I understand is a New England soft drink and the official soft drink of the state of Maine, in fact. Wow. So grab, your, grab yourself a can of Moxie. Sit back, relax. Here we go. So, Adam, we're very happy to have you with us on Equipping You podcast. Thanks for joining us today. It's good to be here. Good to be with you. So, uh, tell us a bit of your life story, if you will, and especially a little bit about your spiritual journey so that our listeners get the opportunity to know you a bit. Yes. Uh, it won't take long before you'll hear me and say, that guy doesn't sound like he's from around here. And I'm not. <laughs> I grew up in Southern England, where my family are. 
went to church because I'm fortunate to have a great heritage where my parents and their parents were involved in the church uh, and uh, always believed, but there was a shift that happened in my, in my mid-teens. I remember the, the, the death of my grandfather, who was a key figure, caused me to ask some of the questions uh, that actually led to a moment of, God, are you real and are you for me or is this something that I just inherited? And, and over the course of that summer and the next year, I experienced Jesus in a very powerful personal way. And, and that was the beginning of, of, of truly knowing and following Jesus. And mm. from there, I found myself involved in an exciting moment where what Jesus had done in my life, I wanted that to happen for, for others and for friends. And we, uh, we saw the youth group that I was part of grow from about 10 to about 200 in 18 months. Wow, goodness. Where, where God was revealing himself to people like me in a, in a way that was both changing us uh, and overflowing from us. So that mm. happened when I was kind of 16, 17. Uh, that was Southampton, England. And I met my wife, who originates from the U.S. a few years later. And we always knew that we could be in either country. And a few years ago, we had just so many encouragement, prophetic words, sense of direction of pointing us to the U.S. And that led us to be here. And I'm now in Massachusetts on the South Shore of Boston. So that's a quick. It's a great city, Terry. That's where I am. Uh, old England to New England. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, don't uh, don't succumb to rooting for the uh, New England Patriots, uh, Adam. You know, keep your uh, keep your football uh, loyalties, but not the Patriots, please. <laughs> I, hear, I hear you. I, I I don't fully understand American sports, but I do enjoy the enthusiasm that goes around them. So, oh, that's a fair thing. Yeah. That part is the same. <laughs> it is. Yeah, it's great. Uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to hearing some more of your story. Uh, and one of the things that we love to ask our guests is who's been influential in their lives. You know, you mentioned the key turning point uh, there, but tell us about who's been influential in you as a leader. Yeah, that's a good question. I think when, we, when I think of the people that uh, have encouraged or inspired, sometimes there are people that bring a sense of inspiration in their contribution, their leadership, or their teaching for a time. But Actually, the people that I really like are the people that, uh, the longevity. So I would say from an academic study perspective, people like Tom Wright or here in the States, Scott McKnight, hmm. in terms of their New Testament understanding and their their centrality of Jesus and the gospel of this. Hmm. This as let's make the main thing the main thing. I uh, I like that. I've not read everything they've they've ever written and I'm aware that, Tom Wright wrote, writes under the name Tom Wright and under the name N.T. Wright, depending on whether you want popular reading or academic research. Uh, I've, I've dipped my toe in both worlds. And then perhaps the other leader who, whose example in church leadership I am continually uh, want to honor would be Nikki Gumbel from Holy Trinity Brompton. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's great. Who... Uh, many years ago had a desire to reach those outside and wrote this course called the alpha course, which mm -hmm. been a resource around the world. Uh, and again, when trends have changed and cultures shifted, they've maintained the wonderful simplicity and saving power of the gospel. And, uh, when you see that year after year, uh, that has 
that has a wonderful credibility and I, I honor and celebrate their contribution. I agree with that for sure. They absolutely have passion for bringing the gospel in understandable terms and understandable settings is powerful with Alpha. And a part of uh, Alpha is a part of season eight of this podcast. So um, great that you bring that up, Adam. Yeah. So, so you pastor on the south shore of uh, Boston. And uh, so, so uh, you can tell us a little bit about your church, but also to talk to us about the culture around you and, and what it's like in terms of spiritual receptivity. Yeah. So the church is wonderfully normal, which is <laughs> nice. I like that. Uh, there are some churches where I just feel a little bit like, oh, wow, this is different. But this feels like a normal group of people trying to work out what it means to follow Jesus. Yeah. And do that in our individual lives and do that in, in community. Uh, we've got a variety of people, different cultures, diversity, and different stories and settings. Uh, but yet there's a sense of oneness that we're all in this together. We're, we're not the same, but, but we are one. And uh, I love that. That's, that's, a, that's a treasure in, in a local church. So I celebrate that. In terms of the culture here, and this, we can, we can have some fun with this. <laughs> Coming from a different culture, it's, in, it's interesting what you see. And it's also very interesting what you hear. And lots of people, when we said, oh, we're going to this part of the country, the Northeast, there was this shudder of, oh, it's hard there. And people aren't friendly. And people said, church is tough. And it's the, I heard the phrase, the frozen chosen. And all these other <laughs> cliches, which basically says, you're going to have a tough time. Uh, and I've actually quite enjoyed that because I found it not to be true. Uh, wow. And right. I think some of the uh, some of the cultural similarities in England would be would be a, a closer, a, a shorter bridge to cross coming to New England than if I'd left the UK and come to say the South. Yeah. So <laughs> actually, yes. the, the differences aren't as great as I expected. But some of the way the people here see things, I'm not convinced it's entirely accurate. <laughs> we, we won't tell anybody. It's <laughs> uh, your secret safe with us. <laughs> yes. Oh, my goodness. That's great. I love the fact that you came from there. And I think that you're probably right. There probably is a greater, uh, easier connection coming across the pond that way than going way farther south. That's for sure. Though I think you, you could learn to say, Adam, how do y'all? <laughs> I could, but it's it's never gonna. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. So uh, you know, specifically, you know, I, all of us as pastors, you know, we get called into ministry, and God puts certain passions on our heart. And of course, you have giftings that are unique to you. So, what what passions do you bring to ministry uh, as a local church pastor? Yeah, I think I can answer this going back to that moment when I was sixteen, seventeen, and then I'll. <laughs> And then I'll try and express it in the context of where I am today. My personal moment of encountering Jesus was on the back of, like many of us have had, knowing and having some faith, but not having that moment of, of wow, this is absolutely everything and this is changing me. The effect of that is, is what happened inside of me at that moment of salvation and filling the Holy Spirit. Instantly, this shy, quiet, English kid that just wanted to go fishing every weekend and not really do much more. I still want to go fishing most weekends. Anyway, <laughs> uh, it, it, 
it started to flow from it. I wanted those around me to know. And, and that's been the story ever since. So the centrality of the gospel, the, the evangelist in me that always wants to invite people to, to, to use a Jesus phrase to come and see is still, it, it is still bubbling strong inside of me. So I made the comment to answer Terry's previous question about the culture here. The expectation here in New England is that it's a hard audience and people don't want to have those conversations. And I found that to be entirely untrue. I found that the, the great con is that some Christians, some churches, some pastors have believed that it's going to be hard. And because they've believed it's going to be hard, they've operated with this stance that it's going to be hard. And that's that's both discounted their witness, reduced their enthusiasm, if not silenced the strength of their gospel message. And, and we all know the classic passage where Jesus says, open your eyes, the fields are ripe for harvest. I think the open your eyes element is a, is a fair challenge for the Northeast, but, but also for the wider culture that the media is suggesting that people are no longer interested in this Jesus story. And I'm finding that that's entirely not true. It's true some people aren't interested in some of the religious baggage of which we presented Jesus, but that's been us doing him a disservice, not the other way around. But what I found is that the fields are ripe for harvest. Jesus was correct all along, and we need to, to, to refine both the challenge and the joy that that brings, even in places where we're told, oh, it's going to be hard, people don't want to hear that. That's not true. It's just not true. I really love that you said that because I think that's one of the things that we have not actually trusted Jesus with, believing mm. that he said the harvest is ripe. Yeah. Uh, and we need to believe that. We do. It's true. <laughs> I really appreciate you bringing that to light. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. Adam, you've created a series of videos under the heading of Glimpse. And uh, I became aware of these recently when we connected at uh, New England District Conference. And, uh, Love them, love the messages, love the uh, videography. And so uh, tell me what prompted you to get involved in this and what's the intent of these videos? Yeah, good question. Thank you. So as someone that's been in this church world and church role where we hope that one Sunday there will be this moment we used to, we used to use the word revival quite a lot. For some people, it was explained like there's going to be a Sunday, we're going to arrive and we can't park our cars because the whole town have turned up to hear our message and <laughs> run to the front and say, what must I do to be saved? And I still love the idea of that. And if it happens on Sunday, I will celebrate and smile hugely. Amen. Amen to that. <laughs> but I think a few years ago, I thought, I wonder if maybe we've misread this. And I wonder if actually we need to take the message to the people. Mm which sounds like a new idea, but actually it was the Jesus way all along. Uh, he, he didn't set up this congregational building, which we give a lot of energy and resource to maintain and hope people attend. He went, he went to them. So a few years ago, while still celebrating our Sunday gatherings, I said, how, how do we get the message outside? How do we take it to where the people are? And a friend of mine who I met uh, at university, who's a, who was a film student, when uh, I met him and I both bounce around ideas of can we, can we take the good news of Jesus uh, in a visual way that will appeal to those outside of the church and can we take it to where they are? And 
and where they are is let's aim at their phones. Let's aim at their social media. Uh, and and it, we kept using the idea of let's give them a glimpse of the good news. We can't tell them the whole story. Mm. And in some ways, Jesus very rarely told people the whole story. He gave people a glimpse of the good news in a way that it made them ask for more or, or to use the, the, the true sense of the word glimpse. It made them look a second time or a third time or look further. So we had this idea of let's create some content that takes the good news of Jesus in a hopefully in a credible packaging that, that, like I say, makes sense to those outside the church and let's take the message to them. Let's give them a glimpse of Jesus. Absolutely, man. I love that. Yep. I love that. You know, and it sounds to me like you're describing the way Jesus gave people tastes and glimpses often just yeah. enough to help them to start to ask their own questions and to, and to, and to respond to the father drawing them to him. That's, that's beautiful. Uh, and the videos are beautiful and um, they are, they, they are quality. It's nothing mm. that anybody should be ashamed of passing on. Uh, you know, they're brand new to me and I'm looking forward to sharing them going forward. And I can tell you for sure, we'll put some links out there when we post our pod, this podcast with you. But we are an audio podcast, so we don't have that advantage of like, you know, putting that as the background while we're talking for a second. So talk to let's us. Let's show a video. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so let's uh, tell us about some of the content of some of these videos. You described, the, described it, but give us some specific, specificity there. Boy, that's a hard word to say in the early Specificity. Morning. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So... Uh, <laughs> I've worked like this for messages. I can't really remember what I, a lot of what I've done before, but I remember what we're doing next. The, the visionary creative is like, oh, this one's coming up. So I'll talk to you mm -hmm. about a recent film. Uh, actually, it's the film that was released two days ago, a film called Show Me the Money. Uh, we filmed it in New York City. We filmed it uh, on Wall Street. Yeah. Wow. And the idea, so there's always going to, with a glimpse, there's going to be some a, a visual idea there's going to be a story and there's going to be some kind of teaching the points of Jesus. Those are the elements that you'll see in all the films. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm giving you the, the, the backstory to them. There you go. With this film, the, the visual reflection was when we look at the US dollar bills, all of them have got the inscription, in God we trust. Mm. And where the film goes is... We talk about the fact that most of us build our trust on other things. Most of us build our trust on money and power. Mm. And here we are in New York City, a place of money and power. But there's another side of this story. There are moments where people make incredible amount of money in a short period of time. Then there are these moments where it just busts and everything collapses. Mm. And the tragedy is because they're building their hope on money and power. And with this one, we look at the dollars and we say, it is as if the money is telling you not to trust me. It's saying, I will let you down. I will be yours one day and gone the next. Mm -hmm. It's saying, don't trust me, trust God. Yeah. Hmm. All yeah. the money is saying, in God we trust. And we, we connect this in with Jesus answering the question, should we pay taxes, where he says, show me the money. And he look at a coin, Caesar's on it. We said, well, that question, show me the money, works today. Look at the money in your pocket. It's telling you, don't trust me, trust God. Because like the person who built his house on the sand versus the person who built his house on the rock, the storms are going to come and stock markets will boom and bust. But where are we putting our trust? Uh, in God we trust. So that film is called Show Me the Money. And uh, it's a different flavor. The last two films before that of this season 
were quite mellow and pleasant and nice. This one is, it, it's got a different vibe to it. It's got a different energy to it. So we had some fun with that. That's the, that's what we just worked on. Love it. Love it. So, um, as thousands of Alliance pastors and leaders are listening to this podcast, well, okay, maybe hundreds. Uh, how can churches and church members use these videos? And is there a subscription fee? Are the glimpse videos free? Give us the give us the story on that, Adam. Yeah, yeah. We we thought about this. This was never a business model. This was always a how do we get the message out there? The gospel's always got to be free. The mm. good news has to be free. Mm. So the videos that, that cost money to create, uh, we had some people that have generously supported, they're, they're posted free of charge. They're out there. One of the reoccurring conversations that we had, especially with churches and Christians, is we know that we should tell people about Jesus, but we aren't very good at it. So for this season, we created some simple three-question resources that we could questions that stimulate conversations. And these there's a different set of these questions with each film. But if you ask these questions, they will create a conversation where you will end up sharing the good news of Jesus with someone. They are also on the Glimpse website. They're also free. The only resource that carries a cost is we also create some small group resources for churches in terms of further discipleship. And the hope with that is if those resources generate an income that will be able to make that will support future films so we can always keep the gospel free. So it's all on the website, glimpseseries.com and the YouTube page and Facebook page is also called glimpse series. So that's what's out there. And we want to, we want to help people wherever they are. One of, one of the things that encouraged us the most is churches, especially when the pandemic began, churches that, that didn't have a lot of online content or tech were picking up the films and resources and it was really helping them. And it's a great joy to, to hear that it's helping stimulate conversations that point to Jesus uh, in many different cultures and contexts. So that, that's the, the beauty of the web when it works well, I guess. Great. Yep. So I haven't uh, seen all of them by any stretch of imagination. How many are there total? 18. 18. Yeah. I have a lot of watching to do. Yeah, there. me too. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that, sharing that. Uh, so over the course of time, you've definitely heard some stories about how it's touched some people's lives. So tell us, uh, what are some encouraging what are some encouraging stories that have uh, kept you pressing on in it? The stories have, have nearly always surprised us. You know, when you do mm. something and you have an expectation, it's going to go one way and it actually goes the other way. Mm. We, we had the... Season two is when it felt like we really knew, okay, this is what we're working with. This is, we know what we want to do. And that, those films came out at the beginning of 2020, just at the time when the world was kind of slowing down and everyone was staying inside. And we were receiving messages from people that were concerned or, or worried, who, who didn't have a faith in Jesus. And they, they were asking a lot of big questions. And some of these films were, were helping them. So we received messages from people all in all sorts of places, mostly people that speak English, but not entirely. There was a couple of films were translated into uh, into German, and we had some messages from people there. Uh, I was uh, spoke at a conference in South Africa where they were using these films, and we just didn't expect that. 
you put something out on the internet and you, and you don't know where it's going to go. But it's wonderful in that we we know of in the last season, we know of some people that came to faith because they watched a film and and it just triggered them. I've got to do something about this. And then in, recently we've had people um, message us from churches locally and further afield. But one, I'll say something because it's funny, but I didn't expect this. We made a film called Seeds about planting a tree. That's the story. Mm-hmm. What we didn't expect is the byproduct of that is so many people have messaged us saying, I've gone out, I've taken your advice, I've bought a tree and we're now planting a tree. So tree sales <laughs> are going up <laughs> and people are enjoying their gardens and we didn't we didn't plan to set to make that happen. But the world is becoming a greener place because... <laughs> Wow. Wow. Okay. Your influence is amazing, Adam. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, we didn't, we didn't plan that. Yeah, that's great. So uh, right. tell us some of your future plans and dreams for Glimpse. I think I want to see the church resourced. When I read the gifts of uh, the New Testament, you know, the apostle, prophet, evangelist, shepherd, teacher, I very much connect with, okay, I'm an evangelist. And I, I say that not as a title. I say that because I have an, an, an ease and that I find myself in conversations frequently and often that point to Jesus. So I'll just say that happens. When I read Ephesians 4, it says that these gifts, these offices are to equip the saints for service. So when I read that for me and in the context of the glimpse, my goal is not to reach a level that, that huge crowds want to come and hear me. Because that's not equipping the saints for service. My goal is how do we help everyone, all of the saints, from the well-funded to the tiny churches that are struggling, to the confident and the you know really shy and, and socially awkward. How do we help everybody? How do we equip everybody to proclaim the good news of Jesus in a way that brings love and hope and forgiveness? So my reading of Ephesians 4 and my dream for Glimpse is that we would equip and help others uh, not always need to be the person that they need to invite to speak at their event. How do we equip the saints for service? That's that's the dream. That's the win. It's great. That is a big win. We, we definitely undervalue that, uh, the joy of equipping others and the how that multiplies the cross. I'd love to see that. So, you know, since give us some equipping here for our listeners, like, hey, this is the, some really helpful ways to use the videos. Yeah. So a, a real simple way is is simply to share them on your social media pages and then see sorry, conversations uh, come about from that. Share them and ask people, hey, what did what did you see? What did what did you hear? What did it make you think about? The questions that that we that we scripted for each film will really help with that. So. We've heard people that have said, okay, I've I've sent these to some friends and I'll follow them up and ask these questions. And they create and stimulate the conversations that point to Jesus. So it can be as simple as hitting share on your Insta feed or on your Facebook feed, wherever you are, and just asking some questions. Uh, We we have heard churches that have used them and, and, and shown them publicly in their gatherings and had reflection times around that. And that's fine too. But it really is as easy as pressing share or pressing send. Love it. So these videos can be found again. You've you've kind of given it to us, but just for folks uh, listening to write down, they can be found where? 
Yeah, on the Facebook page, Glimpse Series, and on the YouTube page, Glimpse Series. So if you're on Facebook, go to the Facebook page, like and share it with your friends. Uh, and equally, if you're on Twitter or Instagram or something else or none of those things and you just want to send an email to someone because that still works, you can still do that. Imagine yeah. that. Yeah. If you just go to the YouTube page, Glimpse Series, then you can share the link and have conversations and see where they go. See, see, see where, it, where it takes you. Adam, I love your heart and your heart for the gospel, your heart to see other people know Jesus and have life in him. And so um, really appreciate you taking the time to join us today and spreading some of your uh, heart uh, around to the hearts of other Alliance pastors and leaders. So thank you. Anything that I uh, can help us share the good news of Jesus in creative ways and open people's hearts or look at things differently, that's a big win to me. So I'm really looking forward to using these and uh, encouraging and equipping my own church family (laughs) to use them as well. So thanks a lot for that gift. It's a joy to be able to give. Thanks for joining us today. No problem. Thank you for having me. Well, Alan, we got a good little glimpse of glimpse. Yes, and the word plays continue. It does. So we've said glimpse oh, 50 or 60 times, it seems like, in this podcast. That's probably true. Really love Adam's heart to um, get the gospel into the minds and hearts of people who need to know Jesus nicely. He was, uh, I asked him, Hey, what you doing today, Adam? And he's going to meet with somebody that led to Jesus a few weeks ago. I know. How about that? It's a perfect tie-in. So he doesn't just talk about this. He actually does it. Imagine that. So appreciate that heart and uh, want that heart to spread across uh, the Alliance. You know, I one of the things I really liked about the conversation with Adam is I think we underestimate the power of regular conversations. And to me these videos are the kind of things that can start conversations and they can turn into a whole lot more. So I am looking forward big time to sharing these around and encouraging other people to use them uh, and to start conversations that could be helpful. Totally agree, Alan. So uh, thanks for joining us listeners. We do this for you. We We enjoy doing it too. However, we do enjoy doing it. We might just sit around and do it if we were the only ones who ever listened, but we're glad we're not. 100% of that. Yes. So uh, thanks for (laughs) listening and being a part of the Equipping You podcast family. Next time, we'll be talking to uh, Mark Byram from our Appleton Alliance Church about missions mobilization. That's nice. I like it. Yes, yes, yes. Missions mobilization. All right. I got it, Alan. Took me a minute. (laughs) So, (laughs) me. Meanwhile, keep the faith. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Equipping You podcast. If you liked this episode, please consider subscribing and rating our channel. We hope you will join us for our next episode. For more information on this podcast and other ministries of the Alliance, visit equippingyou.org.